listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. It's a new episode here on I Love Old Time Radio. Welcome, Old Time Radio fans. I'm your host, Virtual Vinny. You can interact with us via social media on our Facebook page at I Love Old Time Radio or on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. You can send feedback via our contact form on our website at I Love Old Time Radio.com or you can leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you enjoyed this program, please take the time to rate and review us at review.iloveoldtimeradio.com. This episode is brought to you in part by the I Love Old Time Radio Patreon page. As a Patreon member, you'll help me continue to bring all these great Golden Age shows, upgrade our equipment, keep the website going, and more. Plans start at just $2 a month, but if you pledge $6 or more, you get access to the Vintage Radio Podcast, a look at series that were an hour or more that include Lux Radio Theater, CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and the Mercury Theater on the air, just to name a few. To become a member, visit support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. I Love Old Time Radio produces a new show every Monday through Friday, each day with a different theme. Fridays, we hope to say the secret word on You Bet Your Life. This episode was originally aired on May 21st, 1952. Now, George, what is the secret word? Ladies and gentlemen, the secret word tonight is money. M-O-N-E-Y. Rally. You bet your life. The more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers of America present Groucho Marx in You Bet Your Life. The comedy quiz series produced and transcribed from Hollywood. And here he is, the one, the only... A real schlemiel. Hey, that's me! <laughs> well, here I am again with $1,000 for one of our couples. Last week we lost $6,000 on the show. Remember that? Yeah. Well, Groucho, we asked for young single people to volunteer tonight, and just before we went on the air, we selected Mr. Kenneth Anderson and Miss Betsy Sherman. And now I'd like them to come in and meet Groucho Marx. Well, welcome, youngsters, for the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Mr. Kenneth Anderson and Miss Betsy Sherman, and neither of you is married, eh? Where are you from, uh, Betsy? I'm from Lake Okeechobee, Florida. Uh, how old are you? Uh, I'm 29. 29, huh? Yes. Gee. Young looking girl to be so old. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. It's the most ambiguous compliment I think I've ever had. <laughs> <laughs> Kenneth Anderson, huh? Yes, sir. How, how old are you, Kenneth? 31, Mr. Marks. And where are you from? Uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Wilmington? Oh, that's where the DuPonts live, isn't it? That's right. Do you, do you know any of the DuPonts? Not personally, but you see them around town. You do, huh? You know, in the past 20 years, I bought over 100 cans of that paint. And in all the years, all the times I've been in Wilmington, none of them has ever asked me up to their house for dinner. <laughs> Kenneth Anderson, eh? what do I call you? Ken or, or Andy? No, you may call me Dick, Mr. Marks. Call you Dick? Dick, yes. Naturally. What else could I call you? <laughs> what, sort of, what sort of work do you do, Al? <laughs> 
I'm Saying from, you gotten away from Canada, haven't we? Absolutely. I'm the, from the circus, Mr. Marks. Hmm. I'm in the Flying Heralds. You're a Flying Herald? Yes. I get one up in my porch every afternoon. <laughs> I meant to talk to the newsboy about that, too. <laughs> Now, let's, let's, let's start all over again, huh? Your name is Kenneth, they call you Dick, and you're one of the Flying Heralds. Yes. Well, I'll call you Charlie, huh? Okay. And you can call me Hyman. Okay, Joe. Fine, Frank. Now, tell me, uh, now, what are the Flying Heralds? We are a flying trapeze act. You mean you're the daring young man on the flying trapeze? Well, no, them. Betsy, you'll have no trouble catching this guy. <laughs> all you have to do is stand under him with a net. What circus are you with? Clyde Beatty Circus. Oh, well, uh, they're around here someplace, huh? Let's find out some more about you two. Betsy, what sort of work do you do? I'm a skip tracer. Now you're talking. What kind of a strip teaser are you? <laughs> That's the kind of talk I like to hear. I see that I was a I'm pretty tracer. sick of this manby pamby stuff. <laughs> I see Come on, whip it up, Betty. <laughs> Let's get going. Two on the eye. I said that I was a skip tracer for the National Credit Exchange at 112 West 9th. Oh, what a letdown, huh? A skip tracer, huh? No, that certainly is. You must be a... Are you sure you're not a strip teaser? Well... She's not as sure as she thought she was. It would only take a little prodding, I think. Why don't you abandon that other thing, Betty, and uh, and uh, declare yourself? What's a skip tracer? Well, a skip tracer finds people, and um, I look for people that don't want to pay their bills and people who uh, could pay them but don't want to. And uh, well. Uh, Let's not get personal. <laughs> My main purpose is to get money out of people and all that sort of thing. Money! You said money! <laughs> well, you got money out of us. You said uh, money, and money is the secret way tonight, so you get $50. Well, thank you. And uh, Flying Freddy over here gets $50. <laughs> Well, you both like excitement. You're the right age for each other, and I can see no reason why you shouldn't get married immediately. <laughs> Betsy, this is leap year. Why don't you go ahead and propose to the flycatcher here? Well, I don't think I want to get married. Dick, it's up to you. Go ahead. You ask her to marry you. Why don't you ask her? <laughs> okay, I will. Betty, uh, do you have any objections to marrying Dick? <laughs> yes. Yes. She said yes, and I pronounce you Bonham and Bailey. <laughs> now, in just one minute, you're going to play your bet your life for a chance at the $1,000 question. But first, I want you to listen to some information that will be of value in the years to come. Take the five-mile trial. Take the five-mile trial. All over the nation... Folks are going to their DeSoto Plymouth dealers to take the five-mile trial in either the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8 or the new DeSoto Powermaster 6. And they're marveling at DeSoto full power steering. Not partial, 
Not part-time power steering, but full power steering that makes turning the wheel as easy as dialing a phone. Right, Groucho? Frankly, I didn't believe this till I actually tried it myself. Full power steering in the new DeSoto makes parking a cinch. DeSoto full power steering makes you all of the car easier and safer at all speeds. Discover full power steering for yourself by driving either the DeSoto Powermaster 6 or the mighty Fire Dome 8 with 160 horsepower V8 engine. Visit your DeSoto Plymouth dealers and take the five-mile trial tomorrow. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth, the low-priced car most like high-priced cars. All right, now let's see how you work together as a team. Uh, Fire Dome Fenneman, would you mind explaining the rules? You bet as much of your $20 as you want on each of four questions. And the couple that earns the most money gets a chance at the $1,000 DeSoto Plymouth question later in the show. See how high you can build your $20. From our list of 20 categories, you selected number 19. That's River Cities of the United States. Right? That's right. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? And talk real loud. 19. 19. 19. On what river is the city of Louisville? Ohio. Ohio is right. Well, you're off to a good start. You have $39. Round on both ends and high in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Woo-woo. Remember, you're going for $1,000 now. How much of your uh, $39 will you try this time? 38. 38. 38. 38. Okay. On what river is the city of Wichita? Uh, Missouri. Missouri. Kansas? No, I'm sorry. It's the Arkansas River. Arkansas. Or Arkansas River. I don't know how they pronounce it. You've dropped to one dollar. <laughs> You've dropped to a buck, and here's your third question. How much of the dollar are you going to bet? Mm-hmm. All right. Cents. And what river is the city of Omaha? The, um, Missouri. Missouri is right. <laughs> you now have a dollar and a half. Is your last chance to beat the other couples. How much of the buck and a half are you going to go for? Dollar. Might as well. Uh, okay, and what river is the city of Albany? Hudson. Hudson River is right. Sorry, you well, you wound up with two dollars and a half, and that's not enough, is it, Groucho? Uh, not an. Oh no, I should say not. Nobody leaves here with less than twenty-five bucks. I'll give you this one question for twenty-two dollars and fifty cents. No coaching. This is a tough question. You ready? Who is buried in Grant's tomb? <laughs> Grant is right. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers. We uh, we invited some English professors to the program tonight, Groucho. And just before we went on the air, our studio audience yeah, selected Mr. Elmore Leppert. His partner is a housewife, Mrs. Amanda Elizabeth Willingham Stewart. And here they are, folks. Meet Groucho Marx. Welcome. Do do, to, how do you do? Welcome to you. Bet your life. Say the secret word and you divide a hundred dollars. It's a common word, something you use every day. Now then, let's see. Uh, Mrs. Uh, Amanda Elizabeth Willingham Stewart. Yes, sir. Is that one person or is that Phil Spadalny's all girl orchestra? That's one person. That's you? Yes, sir. That's me. Well, howdy doody. Howdy do, sir. Howdy doody, yeah. Huh? And, uh, El- Elmore Leppard, eh? That's right. You look a little like Dennis Day. Kind Thank of a you. cross between Dennis Day and Will Rogers, Jr. A couple of very attractive young fellows, by the way. 
So you're an English professor. That's huh? right. If I was smart, I'd stop right here and let Amanda do all the talking. Yeah. What's your hometown, Amanda? Well, I was born in Llano County, Texas, on Grandpa's cow ranch in 1895. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, where did you meet your husband? Uh... I met him at my aunt's. Where was your aunt's? She lived in Cottle County, Texas. That was in 1913. And where did she live in 1912? Well, I don't know where she lived in 1912. I wasn't there. Where were you in 1912? I was in Oklahoma. Well, is that all there is to it? How did, how did you meet your husband? Well, I met my husband at my aunt's. He came over there to visit. And I met him there at my aunt's in Cottle County. He came to visit your aunt? Yes. He didn't know you were going to be there? No, he sure didn't. <laughs> well, uh, where, where did he propose, Amanda? He proposed in the cotton patch. <laughs> you know, one of those places where they go out to pick cotton. Oh. You've seen them, haven't you? I have a cotton patch in my trousers. Nobody's ever proposed that. <laughs> well, Amanda, a, a cotton patch is a place for easy pickings. Yeah, it sure is. Now, what did this Casanova say when he proposed? Well, he says, just, uh, we was talking about people getting along, and he says, well, now, Mandy, how do you think me and you would get along? Hmm? What'd you say? I said, well, we might get along just fine if it wasn't for them boys of yours. What boys? Well, his sons by his first wife. Oh, he had a, he had a child by his first wife? Yes, nine of them. <laughs> and they ranged all the way from three and a half years to 21 or two. Well, how could you resist a proposal like that? Huh? Well, it wasn't very Cotton hard to resist. Cotton patch nine children, huh? It wasn't very hard to resist. Well, it was pretty convenient marrying a ready-made family. Didn't that save a lot of trouble, Amanda? No, sir, it sure didn't. We had 11 of our own. <laughs> he, had, he had six boys and three girls by his first wife, and I had six girls and five boys. You said you made a bum out of his first wife, didn't you? <laughs> Do you have an album in your parlor, uh, Amanda? Do you look mm -hmm. through old pictures? Well, I look through old pictures, but they're not in an album. Well, the reason I ask, because there's a new album coming out. It's a Decker album, and it has six, six songs in there written by Harry Ruby and sung by me. And uh, I may be prejudiced, but I'm crazy about it. And uh... yeah. By the way, Professor, what do you think of my English? Oh, I think your English is excellent. You, you seem to have fine vocabulary. Mm -hmm. Get across what you want to say. Mm -hmm. Do you happen to notice any errors in my speech? Uh, if you do, I wish you'd let me know, because... All right, I'd be glad to. Well, let's not get delirious about it. <laughs> Amanda, let's get back to you and your family. With 20 children, I would venture to hazard that uh, you have in the neighborhood of 30 grandchildren by now. How is that, Professor? Pretty classy, huh? Well, well um, you wouldn't say, I venture to hazard. That's, that's redundant. You would say, I, I venture to say that you have 30 grandchildren in the neighborhood of 30 grandchildren by now. Really? 
I yeah, better, I better move out of that neighborhood. Yeah, but Amanda, what both... would you say is right, him or me? They're both wrong. <laughs> Why do you say we're both wrong? Because I've got 47 grandchildren. Besides <laughs> the great-grandchildren. Professor, you may know your English, but Amanda knows her onions. <laughs> Well, I, I'd just love to continue this conversation, but it's time you earn some money. And, Professor, yeah. if you take a ride in the new DeSoto Fire Dome 8, even you will be speechless. It's a great car. Now then, uh, you're going to play your bet your life. You beat our other couples, and you'll get a chance at the $1,000 question. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but uh, Mr. Fenneman's going to remind our listeners. The trapeze artist and his partner won $2.50. And the secret word is money. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected biblical quiz. Yeah. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Will you talk think? it over? <clears throat> what do you well, think? Do you feel think, pretty sure of this? I think about $18.48 or 52 <laughs> Why? Why? Why 48 He doesn't teach mathematics. He no. teaches English. You know, <laughs> well, I'll do the mathematics. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> this is a real covered wagon girl. <laughs> I bet she came west with a pair of mules. All right. How much are you going to bet? And her husband. And, oh. About 1852, I think. 1852. Okay. <laughs> Just a hundred years ago. Who wore the coat of many colors? Uh, Joseph. Joseph is right. You're on your way. You have $38.52. Let me going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the swag are you going to bet on this question? All right. What's the question? <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what I'll do, Amanda I'll give you the answer But I won't give you the question <laughs> yeah. See, I have $38.52 right now 3852. 3852. Well, let's bet uh, 3840. 3840. Here we are Who captured the city of Jericho? Uh, Joshua. Joshua Joshua, the Battle of Jericho <laughs> You now have Joshua, the Battle of Jericho Jericho, 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 the battle of Jericho, and the walls came tumbling down. Yeah, <laughs> Besides which, you have uh, $76.92. All right, now how much of that money are you going to try this time? 75 Yeah. Okay. All right, 75 All right. On what mountain did Moses receive the stone tablets containing the Ten Commandments? On the Mount Sinai. Mount Sinai is right. <laughs> Mandy, you read your Bible, haven't you? Yes, sir. You now have $151.92. And is your last chance to beat the other couples? How much of this are you going to go for? What do you say? Well, what do you say? I've told... I've Isn't saved Fran so the other far, couples you... now? Want to shoot the works? Yeah. No, no, I guess not. Uh, I think we can just go ahead and you shoot want, the works. You want to shoot the works? Yeah. All right. Shoot the works. The whole shoot thing. Shoot the works. All right. What profit? What prophet was beheaded to please Salome or Salome, whichever way you want it? Oh, is, is that in the new Bible? <laughs> I haven't been home all day, Amanda. <laughs> what prophet was beheaded? To please Salome or Salome. I think I know the answer. Shall I tell you? Yeah, you know it. You know it? I don't think I know that. Well, get together on one answer between you. All right, that was John the Baptist. That's right, John the Baptist. Didn't I think <laughs> 
wife will have it. And you'll wind up with $303.84. Thanks and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. That was right, but it wasn't sure because you didn't pronounce that word, just that name. I told you I haven't been home all day. Uh, now we have a man with an unusual occupation for you, Groucho, along with a uh, young lady volleyball player who was selected by our studio audience just before we went on the air. And here they are, Mr. Dick Sprague and Pat Bearer. Come in and meet Groucho Marx, please. Welcome, welcome for the DeSoto Plymouth dealer. Say the secret word and you'll divide $100. It's a common word, something you use every day. Mr. Dick Sprague and Pat Bearer. Huh? Oh, this is indeed a stroke of luck, huh? Tall, beautiful blonde. Huh? Where are you from, uh, Pat? I'm from Skokie, Illinois. I was born across the street from an ice skating rink. Oh. You married a gay blade, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> we have jokes for all the kids. <laughs> Where are you from, Dick? Well, I was born in Philadelphia, but I left when I was one year old. Why? <laughs> uh, I've never found out. <laughs> You're a volleyball player? Yes. I understand that that's a, that's a wonderful thing to be. Now, uh, just what is volleyball? Well, volleyball is a game played on a court with a seven-foot-six net, and there are six people on each side of the court, and the object is to get the, game, get the ball going as fast as you can until your team gets the advantage to hit the ball down on the other side so the other team can't return it. Mm, that sounds like a fast game. Where, where do you play this? Well, we usually play on the beach. I played some fast games on the beach myself. <laughs> Occasionally my opponents were faster than I was. In that case, there was no game. <laughs> you play on any particular team, uh, Pat? Yes, I play for the Wahinis. Wahini, is that anything like a Frankfurter? <laughs> no, Wahini means girl in Hawaii. Oh, hot dog. <laughs> How long have you been playing with this outfit? Well, the Wahinis were formed last September. Well, you look like you're very well formed. Uh, <laughs> How does this team uh, represent any organization like the Marinated Meat Packers? Well, no, we're independent, but we're looking for a sponsor now. Oh, really? Uh? Yes. Well, if you're not too independent, perhaps you'll find one. <laughs> I may be interested myself. Uh, what would I get out of this? Well, you'd get your name on the back of our warm-up suit. That's life for you, huh? Forty years in show business, and I wind up with my name on the back of a warm-up suit. Well, Dick, let's find out something about you. You have an unusual occupation, I understand. And since I'm a keen student of human nature, I, I bet I can figure out what you do. You want to bet? No. Well, that eliminates my first guess. <laughs> <clears throat> You're not a bookie, huh? No. Well, give me a hint. Who do you work for? Uh, Computer Research Corporation. You call that a hint? <laughs> I'll guess once more. You make two pays for bald-headed eagles. <laughs> no, uh... I design uh, electronic uh, digital differential analyzers. You know, that's an amazing coincidence. That's just what I was going to guess next. <laughs> what, what kind of work do you do, Dick? 
Uh, well, are you familiar with uh, electronic brains? <laughs> are you referring to my own? or <laughs> If you're referring to mine, I would say I'm not familiar with one. <clears throat> uh, well, I design uh, computers which uh, Could have you been design me to... a new brain? Well, it's possible. <laughs> uh, these computers I work on are actually referred to as uh, electronic brains. Uh-huh. Uh, they... Uh, perform uh, all sorts of automatic calculations on uh, complicated scientific problems. And uh, some people think they will actually uh, do uh, routine, dull routine thinking for you. Do you have a name for this monster? Well, uh, the last uh, computer I designed was called uh, KDAC, but uh, there have been uh, a number of them, one called Maniac, another one called uh, Shadrach, uh, Meshach, uh, Univac, and... uh, the granddaddy of uh, all these machines was called uh, ENIAC. The granddaddy was ENIAC? That's right. Well, who was the grandmother? Oh, well, uh, there wasn't any. <laughs> these machines may be brilliant, but they sure lead a dull life. <laughs> My guess is they're outsmarting themselves. Well, you're a very nice couple, and uh, I hope you win lots of money because it's time to play You Bet Your Life for a chance at $1,000. You feel real smart tonight? Well, I'll tell you in a minute. <laughs> well, all you got to do is run your 20 bucks and the more than our other couples. I can't tell you how much you have to win, but George is going to remind our listeners. Amanda and the English professor lead with $303.84. Here we go. Let's see how high I can build you $20. You selected comic strip characters. Here's your first question. How much will you bet? Twenty. How much? $20. Shadow is the pal of what high school hero? They bl- they slip sodas at the sugar bowl. Harold Teen. Harold Teen is right. You're on your way. You have $40. Remember, you're going for $1,000 tonight. How much of the $40 are you going to risk on this? 40 40 The whole thing. Louise is the wife of what comic strict hillbilly? Snuffy Smith. Snuffy Smith is right. Really climbing, you have $80. She'd give me a million dollars, I couldn't answer that. Here's your third question. Uh, how much are you going to bet this time? 80. 80? K.O. is the kid brother of what comic strip character? Moon Mullins. Moon Mullins is right. <laughs> You're really climbing. You have $160. And is your last chance to beat the other couples? How much of the 160 All of it. the words. Okay. <laughs> Terry has a freckle-faced pilot friend who shares in most of his adventures. What is his name? Hotshot Charlie. Hotshot Charlie and the Roy Boy. <laughs> and you wind up with $320, and that means that you two, in just one minute, get the chance to DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question. and good luck from the DeSoto Plymouth dealers. For anything pertaining to cars, the best man in town to see is your DeSoto Plymouth dealer. And he wants you to know you're always welcome when you walk through his doors. He considers it a pleasure to show you the two great new cars he sells. The beautiful new DeSoto and the handsome new Plymouth. Your DeSoto Plymouth dealer is proud of his fine line of used cars of every make and model. He wants you to see his modern service shop where master technicians use the finest equipment there is to do a really expert service job and to do it faster, which means a saving to you. Not only that, 
you'll notice the folks who work in his shops, offices, and showroom not only believe in courtesy, they practice it. Yes, that's the DeSoto Plymouth dealer in your neighborhood. Why not stop in and see him tomorrow? And here's the volleyball player and Mr. Sprague, all set for the DeSoto Plymouth $1,000 question, Groucho. Well, Mr. Sprague, I don't know whether that mechanical gadget of yours is going to help you any this time. (laughs) Here we go for $1,000. I give you 15 seconds to decide on a single answer between you. Think carefully and please no help from the kibitzes. Here it is. Of all the states that border the oceans in the United States, which has the shortest coastline? Talk it over. You got 15 seconds. What is the answer you two have decided upon? New York. No, I'm sorry. It's New Hampshire with only 13 miles of general coastline. That's the correct answer, so that means the big question next week will be worth $1,500. Well, they lost the big money, but how much did they win in the quiz, George? $320 in the quiz. Congratulations and thanks to both of you and to all of our contestants on the show tonight. sure to tune in again next Wednesday night at this same time for the Groucho Marx Show, when the big question will be worth $1,500. And don't miss Groucho's television show, also presented by the DeSoto Plymouth Dealers of America. And remember, all dealers who sell DeSoto also sell Plymouth. Two great cars, both products of the Chrysler Corporation. And when you drive in, tell them Groucho sent you. Good night, folks, and remember... See DeSoto Fire Dome, mate... Tomorrow! Folks, here's a reminder from the National Safety Council. Make safe driving a habit. Check your car. Check accidents. You Bet Your Life, transcribed from Hollywood, is produced by John Goodell. Directed by Robert Dwan and Bernie Smith. Music by Jerry Fielding. This is George Fenneman signing off for the more than 3,000 DeSoto Plymouth dealers from coast to coast. Listening to I Love Old Time Radio with your host, Virtual Vinny. Welcome back. Last week we had a winner of the grand prize of six thousand dollars. And this week we had the first secret word that we've had in a while. And it did seem a little odd to me that Groucho asked about volleyball as if he didn't know it. But after doing some research, it seemed plausible that he may not have known as much about it. Because a sport started in 1895 in Massachusetts and only became a consistent summer Olympic sport in 1964. The most interesting fact I found was about the early adopters of the sport, which became a regular organized activity in clubs as early as the 1920s. Those early adopters, well, um, they were nudists. 
And that's going to conclude our show here on I Love Old Time Radio. This program can be heard on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, Amazon Music, and our host, Anchor.fm. For a full list, visit our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com and find the best location that suits you. You can also listen to us on your Alexa device through TuneIn or iHeartRadio. Like us on Facebook at I Love Old Time Radio. Follow us on Twitter at I Love OT Radio. Comments and questions can be directed to our website at iloveoldtimeradio.com or leave a voice message using the Anchor.fm app. If you'd like to help support this show, you can do so with a one-time donation or join our Patreon page at support.iloveoldtimeradio.com. The Shadow returns on Monday and Groucho will be back next Friday for some more You Bet Your Life. For Patreon members, you can listen tomorrow to the latest episode of the Vintage Radio Club. A husband cannot appreciate his wife's phobia of dogs. Once he gets home, his wife sets it against him. It's from the CBS Radio Mystery Theater, and it's called Lost Dog. For iloveoldtimeradio.com, this is Virtual Vinny, signing off, and have a great weekend.